Today's entrepreneurial community is bigger than it's ever been. From seasoned entrepreneurs to newcomers entering each day, they're all looking for a mentor, someone to guide them, someone who's grown and scaled the business to answer the questions that plague us in an ever-changing market each day. Welcome to the Connected CEO Podcast with Tom Cardella, where we'll attempt to answer some of these questions. Tom's going to share his vast experience from growing several companies, how you can be a connected CEO with your employees, customers, and the surrounding entrepreneurial community at large. Without further ado, here's your host, Tom Cardella. So what I wanted to talk about today, what we wanted to focus on is a little bit of sales. And we know sales is such an important part of every organization, but it's really key to the growth. And, and I know within your organization, you really do play a key role in that. You know, how do you sell and what is your process to make sure that you succeed in sales? I think it's important to understand that from a sales aspect that it begins with the culture of the organization. And we speak a lot about culture during these podcasts, but let's, let's go back in time a ways. The foundation that I learned um, in Omaha, Nebraska, 30 plus years ago um, with the uh, call center company I worked for was a completely outbound sales-based um, organization and mentality. And outbound sales back then was a large portion of the call center industry. And what happened was, uh, as I grew through the ranks in that company, a group of us then spun off and we went to build another call center company up that went public. And then after that, the same group of individuals split off and we started my first company, Access Direct. And from 1995 to the year 2000, as we grew uh, from zero employees to 2,000 employees, we were a 100% outbound-based uh, call center company. That's what we did for you know big-name clients, DirecTV and uh, America Online, which was uh, you know a American mainstay uh, back at that time, and several banks, several insurance companies, um, et cetera. And when we went to start this company, we knew that we would have to do things a bit differently for two reasons. First of all, a lot of clients were, and maybe three reasons. Uh, first of all, a lot of clients were offshore with their business. The second reason is, is that the industry had transformed from, from uh, you know, being outbound in nature to inbound mostly. Um, and then the third reason was if we were going to make a statement in the industry and grow the company, then we had to be able to provide our clients a better return on their investment. And we knew the one way to do that would be to handle a client's call, a customer's call on an inbound line, right? And then be able to, and without the customer feeling like they had been slimed, for lack of a better term, um, once we had handled the customer's call, that we would transition that call to a product or service that our client was offering and then upsell the customer. You know, we're not, we're not talking about the inbound call where you call to place an order and now they're going to try to sell you a magazine subscription or something else of that nature. We're talking about an item or, or an asset that the company for who we're handling the calls already offered. So, as an example, we have a, and we've had them for a long time, uh, a large retail client. They also have an internal call center. So as we handle the calls, the call goes into the cloud and the next available agent handles the call. 
And we demonstrated within a very short period of time that we were able to cross-sell and upsell their customers a relevant item uh, that went along with the item that, that the customer is already calling about. Uh, maybe they're maybe they're ordering a pair of chinos or or whatever the case may be, and so we're going to tell them about the latest offers on belts um, or shoes or things of that nature. And, and this maybe it seems rudimentary. However, um, a lot of people in the world of inbound can't handle sales, and there's there's mm-hmm. a main reason for that. Good quality salespeople, if you're bringing people in that have a sales mentality. Good quality sales individuals have the ability to take an inbound call, handle the customer service component of that call, and then execute on the sales side. And every additional dollar that we can bring to our client helps increase the return on investment. Um, Conversely speaking, an inbound agent that handles only customer service calls, and that's really what they want to do. It's very difficult to take a customer service oriented individual and try to make them a sales individual. It's not necessarily that they don't have the ability. Usually it's because they really don't want to. They want to take the customer service call, handle uh, the call for the for the customer, and then move on to the next customer service call. So um, I was long winded in my answer, but but I believe it really comes down to just the culture. You have to have a frontline culture of we're going to be a sales organization. We know how to do it. We know how to do it well. Uh, We know how to beat the competition. And we know the importance of measuring the extra dollars that we bring to our clients because we can demonstrate to them that they're actually getting a better return on investment by using TLC Associates. I love that. And, you know, you hit on a few points there I'd like to dig a little bit deeper on. Do you feel, and you mentioned kind of the difference between the customer service and and inbound calls and outbound calls. Can anyone, though, be taught to sell? Do you really believe that you could teach anybody to sell? I would not say anybody, but I would say the vast majority of individuals, um, if they are committed to learning, we certainly have the ability uh, then to educate them on how to sell. You know, it, it's not, I would say it's not the most difficult thing in the world to learn. We have to make sure that we have trainers in our organization that know the proper way to educate individuals in selling. You know, really, Mike, it begin, it, it's a three-part, maybe four-part process. The first part becomes in the recruiting and interviewing uh, portion um, we'll call that the first part. If we're recruiting properly, if we have the strong interview processes in place, and we're exposing the potential employee to the fact that this is a sales organization, and we do all that correctly, that's the first component that then allows us to put good quality individuals into the training atmosphere, which you know can be anywhere from a week to several weeks, depending on the complexity of the call we'll be handling for our client. And then the third part, and you know this might be the most important part, is really what we'll call the OJT process. Some people call it the nesting process, where you're bringing individuals from training to the floor. Um, you have a very small supervisor to agent ratio you know, maybe one to four or one to six, so that you're really getting them the 
additional education on the floor that they need so they feel that they can be successful. Uh, the learning curve, depending on the complexity through the OJT or nesting process, can take anywhere from two weeks to 60 days. And if, you're, if you have a highly complex call, and we have a couple, a couple clients which are, which are highly complex, and it's going to take an individual a few weeks to really master the call and then master the ability to upsell or cross-sell, in this case, parts, as we talk about these particular clients, you have to keep them motivated and you have to keep them happy and you have to set the expectation that, you know, this is going to be a several week learning process. And for any of us learning something new, it can get, it can get frustrating. And so that's really, I think that's maybe the most important aspect is, is through the um, OJT or nesting process in order to retain those individuals. Yeah. And I, and I think one of the things we know too, and, and you mentioned a lot of the, the initial training, you guys do a great job of continuous training as well you know, how do you recommend, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs out there, I think, especially early on in their entrepreneurial journey, they, their, their book counts, they study, they learn, they take online courses, you know, how do you stay sharp in your selling skills and the selling process? And how do you recommend that other entrepreneurs stay sharp and in, in always staying on that cutting edge and making sure that they're not just learning things once and then moving on? What's the best way to go about that with the plethora of stuff that's out there from online courses to books? You know, what's the best way you think to sharpen your sales skills and continue learning? I guess I'll answer it in a couple different ways. The first thing is, is that any entrepreneur wants to, wants to make sure that they understand who they're speaking to and what is happening in that person's industry, right? So you need to be knowledgeable about the industry in which you're going to be speaking to people or, or selling into people whether that's financial services or retail, insurance services, technology, telecommunications, you need to be able to really grasp what's happening in that industry, not only in that person's company, but also in that person's competitor's companies. That's the first aspect. The second thing is when you're speaking to an individual, you want to go in and understand what their pain points are. You know, what's keeping them up at night? What is it that they wish their current vendor was doing that they're not doing? What other things could we be providing to the client, specifically to the person we're speaking to on behalf of the client, that will give them better visibility within their company? How can we make sure that the services that we're providing demonstrates that not only is the client getting a return on their investment, but a better return on their investment than they're currently getting from their competitor. And then finally, I think, what other problems is the customer experiencing? Maybe we don't know about those today, but when we're speaking to a client, we say, look, we understand all these tactical aspects that we're speaking about, there will be something strategic in nature that we'll identify for you in the future once we get a better understanding of your business, um, your customer, and how the calls are coming in that will increase your return on investment even more. We'll typically tell a client, I don't know what that is today, but we'll identify something. And, and we have in the past several times where we've allowed the client to, where we've improved a client's return on investment beyond their, their expectations, and they've 
you know, they've shown better internally to the people that that, re- that they reported to. But I think there's also one other aspect to selling that any entrepreneur who feels strongly about what they're doing in their industry or their company is just passion. I, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. We have a good sales and marketing team uh, for our company and, you know, they do everything that I've just described to you, but there's one thing that, that I go in and do, and that's speak from a perspective of passion. When I go in and, and speak to a potential client, I'm going in on behalf of our frontline employees. I'm thrilled and humbled to be surrounded by folks on our, on our phones and in our, in our call centers that have worked with us for a number of years. And I want to go in and share how passionate I am about what a great job they do. And I think that passion, I think that passion speaks perhaps more loudly than even any sort of sales solution or increased return on investment that we might bring to a client. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Connected CEO with Tom Cardella, where we're connecting you to the greater entrepreneurial community at large. To learn more about Tom, visit theconnectedceo.com and follow him on all of his social media outlets. We'll see you on the next episode.